Hi, I'm Kadina. And I'm Peter. Welcome to Step Into Extraordinary, the podcast for go getters, big dreamers, and overachievers. Join us as we discover what it takes to tap into the extraordinary. Welcome back to another episode of the Tap Into Extraordinary podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, this is the finale to season two, and it's been 10 weeks. We've brought you eight amazing guests, and I can't quite believe that we're at the end of season two already. It feels like it's flown by, but behind the scenes, there's been a lot of work that's gone into producing this, getting the guests, so on and so forth. So, I have mixed emotions today. How are you feeling, Polina, about uh, season two? You know what? I'm excited it's out there for people to listen because I think it was beautiful journey. Season two was probably more than what I envisioned it to be. Like when I was thinking like what we want to bring for season two and the stories we want to tell, I think all of the guests delivered that and beyond um, in terms of their extraordinariness and their gems that individually were dropping in each episode. So um, excited that it's out there for people to listen to. And I was actually speaking to someone earlier today who had told me that they had listened to like every single episode of season two and were telling me like their favorite moments. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And they were like, there's so many gems. I have done like leadership programs and this was like as good as those, like just listening to the topics. And I was like, oh, that's amazing. Um, so I'm excited it's out there. But it has genuinely flown by. I can't believe like another season is wrapping up and this is the season finale. So I'm like, wow, that went by really quickly. <laughs> yeah, it has. And I thought what we'd do, um, guys, if you're listening to this, is for the final episode of season two was to maybe just take a, a minute or so and Polina and I kind of share maybe our top two episodes of this season. Because um, we've had different people on on the podcast in the first week, well, the second episode, which is the first one where we had a guest, we had um, Cheryl Clements, um, mm-hmm. and she's like a business coach. So she works with, you know, high level execs, so on and so forth, helping them, you know, tap into their version of extraordinary for business purposes. Then we had mm-hmm. the likes of Daniel Billings. I mean, Daniel was awesome. Um, yeah. Just to be able to do what he's done and balance off family life and and still keep that in tow is amazing. We had, we had hmm, from, from New York, Tiana Cara. I mean, she was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, um, yeah, yeah, Tiana. So I've had, we've had a number of conversations with Tiana and we knew that she was going to deliver on that episode because she always does. And she has a very, uh, unique perspective on things. Um, but yeah, she's just absolutely awesome, Tiana. And then we had Rebecca Clark, um, and she was talking about her work with Happy Marlowe, and really interesting person, and th- the way she works, and and so on and so forth on there. Then who else did we have? We also had Patrice yeah. Stevens Sobers. Oh my God, her um, her story was absolutely <laughs> amazing. Um, and then we had. Um, we yeah, had Justine Inflama yeah. uh, also on the show. And then we had um, Marquise. Marquise. 
on mm-hmm. here as well. And then this, well, last week, last week, this week. the final week. week. Well, this oh, yeah, week, because we're week recording it this week, but last week, <laughs> uh, for you guys listening to this, we had um, Jungle Boy, music producer, uh, songwriter, and artist. And um, yeah, it's been an amazing season. So what we wanted to do was just kind of like highlight what our top two episodes out of all of those have been. Um, and we're going to throw out that question to you as well. What have been your uh, favorite episodes on this season what did you take away from it maybe the last bit is a a bit of a rhetorical question but one for you to reflect on um in your reflection of listening to the podcast in season two but Mm -hmm. i don't know what what was where if you had to sum up the this season how would you sum it up lena oh that's a good question um hmm inspirational because I find real people and I'm not saying ultra successful people are no real people but like everyday people like us very relatable to like it's really easy to relate like to someone like Marquise or Justine or Tiana when they talk about their journey because you're like they were just like anyone else and look at the amazing things they're doing and the impact they're making on the world and the authenticity they bring to every conversation like so I think yeah inspirational would be my thing like very insightful very Mm -hmm. inspirational um because every single one of them and probably my favorite part of every episode was what does extraordinary mean to you? Like mm-hmm. that question. That is the one million dollar question. I think I'm gonna like adopt it to every new person that I ever meet, just as like a form of getting to know people. What does extraordinary mean to you? Mm-hmm. It's so interesting. It really brings out the color and the flavor out of every person because it tells you about their deepest desires, like their most vulnerable self of like when you strip everything down what does extraordinary mean to you like in life and that is I think very personal to every single one uh every single one of us and it's very intimate as well it gives you like an intimate look into their soul and into their mind so yeah I would say like very inspirational and very insightful because although every single one of them had a different version of extraordinary I was like yes that is a version of extraordinary I'd never really it's given me like a new appreciation for like the many different types of extraordinary that someone can be yeah it's interesting as well that all of them had a different um iteration of their answer to that question Mm. and i don't know um actually i'm just thinking now that we've actually recorded this whether we've actually given the um actually i think we did in season one we gave our uh insight into what extraordinary means to to us as hosts on the podcast it might be worthwhile recapping that before the end of of this episode and closing off this season um but i don't know so i'm gonna i'm gonna chuck it over to you really um so Looking back over the last nine weeks, this season, this season mm-hmm. two, what are your top two episodes um, from this season and why? 
Okay. Before I tell you what my two favorite episodes were, <laughs> I have to tell you that we spent the last half an hour me trying to narrow it down to two episodes because it was this hard. And if I could say every single one of them, I really would. <laughs> um, and I, even now, just trying to pronounce the two episodes, I already feel like I'm betraying the others because I'm like, but they were all so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway. I'll try to keep it contained uh, and at bay. So my two favorite episodes, which I think I have been very loud about, uh, is Marquise, episode eight, The Mm -hmm. Importance of Being Audacious Disruptor, Mm -hmm. and Patrice. So Marquise and Patrice. Uh, they even rhyme with each other. And the lessons of building a multinational agency. Mm So... I mean, the importance of being audacious disruptor, there's something of me in there, in that whole concept of being rebellious and just like claiming the space and claiming what's yours and then apologizing for later, being disruptor for the sake of the common good and like for changing things, changing stereotypes, um, creating new spaces. I think yeah, that really, really spoke to me because it just made like, I think it nudged something inside of me to be like, hmm, are you too comfortable? Should you be more audacious? So I think that really, really spoke to me. And I do love to see myself as like a disruptor or someone who likes to challenge the status quo. So that really resonated with me. And Marquis is such an inspiration. Like, I mean, at the age of 29, he's a senior producer and, and reporter for Yahoo News, the biggest news publication in the US. I mean, they only have however many million citizens, so that tells you everything. And he's already an adjunct, adjunct uh, professor teaching journalism at his old university. Um, he's also a lead for like a global employee resource group. Like he does so much that you're like, wow, this guy is already living such a mark on the world without even realizing it. Um, so that was my first one and second one. And by all means, they're not first and seconds. They're equally my favorites. Uh, it's Patrice because it's going to sound funny, but like listening to her, I was like, it's like listening about my family <laughs> and my journey. Uh, when she was describing the family dynamics, like her vision of uh, her um, view on lifestyle design and the importance of it, like how important it is to like design your life based on um, your free time and like how do you envision your life versus around your work. That really is something that I am very passionate about. And I've always been like, we're not born to work. We were not sent here to just spend our lives working and have unfulfilling lives around there. So like we're not meant to be just working 24 seven. There has to be something better out there. Uh, There's that, there's just how authentic and how real she was about what it really took to build that business to a multinational agency. It's kind of like the trial and error. And it's like, just do it. Like you'll figure it out on the way. You're never going to be a hundred percent ready. There will be a lot of like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> uh, which I think is someone who's like about to launch yet another business. I'm like, yeah, I, I think that is going to be me in exactly a month time. So um, I can really see that. And yeah, I think, 
her journey is super inspirational again, like from what she said, I didn't know what I was doing when I started this business to now having worked with like over 120 brands, so many celebrities and like having a business that is multinational in the space of five years. Um, that is beyond motivational for me because it's like, well, you could, you could do it. Like it just, it, it shows like the real side of, what business is really like. She she never really tried to make it sound like it's this glamorous thing or equally that it's so hard. I think she she was like somewhere in the middle of like, well, you just it's like it's a science experiment. Like my 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 performance coach always says, like, look at it as a science experiment. This is the attitude I got from Patrice. It was a science experiment and it just turned out right. <laughs> Uh, so like she makes you want to start a business and just like give it your best and see what happens by mm-hmm. listening to that episode. Um, so that's why she's like in my top two. Good. That's what it. That's the sort of top two. Um, yeah, those are my top two. But again, it was really, really hard to pick these two. And there was definitely something that I took from every single episode. So I would be lying if I said it didn't come out of every conversation like um, having learned something new or challenged myself to like reevaluate the way I do certain things, for example, whether it's the audaciousness, whether it's like, am I really going the extra mile? Like we were talking with Jungle Boy last week, like, am I really going the extra mile? Is that my definition of extraordinary? Or with Danian prioritizing, like, am I really that good at prioritizing? I want to say I am, but having listened to that episode or participated in recording that episode, I'm like, "Mm, there's work to be done. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I would agree. Um, What were your favorite episodes? I'm curious to see if there's an overlap. We're only going for two. I mean, I could choose more than two as my favorite one. I mean, I did enjoy the episode for this past week with Jungle Boy, purely because I've known him for such a long time and I kind of know the story. I've been involved with a little bit of that story as well. So I, I, I've i lived part of it as well. And See, this is how I felt with Danian because I have known Danian for years as well. And I was like, I know part of the story. I was part of it. So. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I could very easily choose that one, but we, 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 we narrowed this down to two. So if I had to pick my two, it would actually be, and again, in no certain order, Danyan, because of the fact that the great thing about him, I mean, the episode was called Juggling Career and Family. The great thing with him was he is one of the top 100 people who's most influential in his industry in the UK, which in Mm -hmm. itself is a huge feat. But what he's able to what he's been able to do is balance having achieved that kind of accolade and that kind of standing in industry whilst also raising their family and keeping that balance with family life. And I think in today's age, that is extremely hard to do. Mm. Most people either sacrifice one or the other. They sacrifice family for a career or they sacrifice a career for family. It's very, very rare that those two things meet in what, appears to be harmony and obviously life isn't perfect and i'm sure he will be the first to say that you know everything isn't perfect 100 of the time but one of the things that he did say on that episode was that you know he would think about how can he make how can he line up his day to be the best it can be and he said that may be just something as simple as 
not raising his voice around the kids mm. and making sure that everybody has that equilibrium at home. And I think that takes a certain level of awareness and knowledge of self to be able to know, okay, look, th- there's my work, and but there's my family as well. And particularly with, you know, uh, his children and, and the health situation that he has there, I find it so, so, so admirable mm. and just amazing that he's been able to do that and keep family at the core of what he's really all about. That for me was really, really inspirational. And uh, yeah, so that that's, that's the first one that I will pick out. Then the second one is where we probably overlap and that is um, Patrice's story. So the lessons of building a multinational agency, you know, it's just amazing that she's been able to do this in five years. And I think it's testament and a note to anybody who's listening just to kind of acknowledge that, we may be in a really difficult position right now. We may be struggling with certain things and because we're in it at this point in time and it's full on and that's what our existence or our reality is throwing at us and we're hypersensitive to that fact. Life can change massively in such a short period of time. I mean, five years to have a multinational agency, UK, Canada, having worked with, you know, over 100 brands. That's 60 brands a year, 60. That, that's quite some going. Mm. And she's done it in what feels like a really organic, natural way. And yeah, obviously it would have been difficult. She would have had her hurdles, but she's done that in five years time. And if if, still having a family as well, by the way, exactly. While still raising the family. And I just think that for anybody who's like in a situation where they're feeling like depressed or anxious about the future, you just need to listen to her story and just think to myself and think to yourself, hang on a second. If she could do that in five years, how, how much can my life change in five years time, even in three or two years time, because transition and transformation doesn't have to take 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. you know, with technology and with, and if you obviously you need the ingredients, you need to be passionate, you need the skills, you need the dedication and all of this kind of stuff. But there is so much that could change within a relatively short period of time that mm. puts you in a completely different place to what you recognize your, your circumstance to be today. And for me, that was, I mean, just listening to her speak, I was like, wow, it's incredible. Because anybody who may read a bio about her may say, oh, it's probably taken her 10 years to get to that point. It's like, she's done mm. it in five years. And she's done it lean as well. She's mm. done it lean. Mm. It's not like she's got a huge amount of staff with massive overheads. She's done it lean from what she was talking about. And that actually speaks to being quite innovative and inventive around Mm -hmm. your business efficiencies and business acumen. It's incredible. So those are my two favorite episodes um, from the, from season two, but, you know, I could, I could reel off more. I could reel off Tiana Cara. I mean, Tiana, what can you say about Tiana? She's just freaking amazing. Then you got Justine. Justine, the way she talks about things and the way she put things, absolutely amazing. And you got Rebecca. It, there's so much there for this season. It's it's difficult to narrow it down to two. Yeah, it has been really difficult. And 
we're still shaping up what season three looks like. So we want to hear your thoughts on like, what did you think on season two? Like, did you enjoy us talking to different guests and bringing different versions of Extraordinary to the podcast? But I know that we would both agree that it was amazing. And like, I really enjoyed it. I don't think like eight was enough, you know, honestly. Now I'm like, I want to do more of this. Like this was actually, it was so nice to like bring people who just be able to have that space to tell other people's stories as well and like see shine the light on them because I think every single one of them is like amazing what they do and ha- there's lessons to learn in everyone's journey like and I've, I've, I've been saying this even on the Instagram lives like talk to your friends your friends are inspirational on their own but you just have to have the right conversations and like you can literally learn from the people around you and this is exactly what we were doing with season two like they are extraordinary people, but if you met them on the streets, they're like everyone else. They're someone's friends. They're Jungle Boys, Peter's friends, and Danian is my friend, uh, or old colleague, and some of the others, like people that we didn't know before that, um, that we only connected with with the podcast. But they're everyday people, like everyone else, and the, and yet there's so much inspiration to be taken from their wisdom and like their experiences. So. It's not, you don't always need to look at ultra successful people to find that motivation to go after what you want. I mean, just look at Patrice, as you said, like it's remarkable what she has done. And like your life could be completely different in six months time. Like in, and imagine then in five years time. I mean, even just thinking about like where we started this podcast, like a year and a year and three months ago. So like last June, thinking about like the year and three months in which we have been doing this, like our personal journey has been transformational. Like, I don't know how you feel about it, but I do feel like a completely new person since that time last year when we were talking about starting this podcast, I literally feel like a completely different person and it's been a year. Mm -hmm. No, I would completely agree. And I just think at the end of the day, you know, sometimes especially if you're trying to be, if you're running your own business, you're entrepreneurial or you've got an entrepreneurial outlook and you want to venture off and do your own things, you know, and you'll get this anyway, even if you are in a job nine to five and just, you know, very career driven, it's very easy to to hit a brick wall sometimes. And people believe that it's always plain sailing because that's what we see on social media. We, we see the successes. We don't see the hard work or the moments when people hit a brick wall. Um, and I think having an accountability circle or having um, resources that you can listen to to kind of snap you into position and kind of just remind you that it's a marathon and not a, a one meter, one or hundred meter dash is very, very important. But also trying to pick up skills that can help you power through that brick wall because it is really, really hard, particularly if you are running your own business and you are you are responsible for yourself and the buck stops with you. It's extremely difficult. And I think having this forum has been nice just for, even just from a selfish point of view, being able to sense check my my head and sense check myself in terms of where I'm at and where I actually want to go. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been nice. And I think in ending this episode, I think maybe we can reiterate what our version of of extraordinary is to the people. And this is for the benefit of everyone who has not listened to season one of the podcast where Polina and I got together each week and spoke about issues that we were coming across or issues that we felt 
people in business or entrepreneurs or go-getters would account encounter that are important to overcome in order to be your version mm-hmm. of extraordinary. So for those of you who have missed it, I'll let you go first, Polina. I'm going to ask you the question, what does extraordinary mean to you? The big question. <laughs> um, what does extraordinary mean to me? Uh, it means the word. Like it means being remarkable, being um, unorthodox, going above and beyond, being special, but not in expecting the words to bend around you, but more like being willing to do the extra work, to be special, to be different, to be unusual. Uh, and I think that is, it's literally like if you break down the word extraordinary, it, it is, I, I think in my definition now, I feel like I'm repeating a lot of what our guests have said, but even Django Boy last week is going the extra mile. Yes, for me being extraordinary is doing more than what others are doing. If others are working five hours a day, then it means you need to do seven to be better. It's like, there's nothing you can achieve but you do need to beat the rest. You need to put in more work. You do need to go in that extra mile. You need to be more focused. You need to be more disciplined. You need to be more committed. Uh, You need to have a clearer vision. So like you can achieve anything, but it's like, how long are you willing to do it for to be that extraordinary person? Because if you're only doing it for a week or two, is it really extraordinary? I think like everyone's capable of doing short sprints, but it's extraordinary when you look at someone like Jungle Boy, who's done this since he was a child and it's been like however many years in the making. And yes, he's like super successful and famous now, but like his career didn't start yesterday. Like, you know, obviously how many years it has taken to get to where he is now. Uh, Equally, you obviously see people like Patrice who have done it in five years, but Again, like she has put in the extra focus, like the business acumen, as you said, like being very specific about how she shapes her business, how she shapes her life to do in a shorter period of time. Um, And I think it's, yeah, it's being unusual, doing more than what is expected of you, like going the extra mile. Um, And I think... That is what where most people like differentiate between ordinary and extraordinary is like, are you doing what everyone else is doing? Like what you're expected to do? Because that is ordinary. Like if you're going above and beyond that, well, without someone asking you to, that's extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would agree with everything you got there. Um, I think if I look at the question and I look at it from my perspective, for me, tapping into, into extraordinary is all about being your authentic self in an environment where there is so much noise out in the world, mm. telling you what you should, should not be, what you should and should not be doing, what you should and should not be aspiring to. It is about having the full sense of self and confidence to say, this is me and pursuing your path accordingly with the aim of at the core of it, all you want to achieve is a sense of fulfillment. That for me is being extraordinary, not being wavered by external forces, um, external forces, because I think we're all programmed with 
these uh, expectations from family or, you know, things that people expect us to do. And oftentimes that prevents us from being the true versions of ourselves, the real versions of ourselves. And I think just being able to tap into that and trust me, it's hard. Not a lot of people are able to do that. I think deep down, everybody has a sense of, oh, this is what I would really like to do. But it's the courage and actually saying, you know what, I'm going to shrug shrug off all of these expectations, all of these um, voices and this weight of, well, you should be doing this or social media telling me I should be doing this to really say, you know what, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it and have the conviction to pursue it. And I think just having the courage to be able to do that I think is extraordinary in my book because mm-hmm. in this in this social media age it is such a hard thing to do it's really really hard um mm-hmm. just not living up to social expectations and societal expectations yeah I'm definitely adding that to my definition because I I couldn't agree more I, I feel like this is probably the hardest thing to do at the moment, like being authentic, but like truly authentic, not just, I think I'm authentic, but like, and I think it can, it's an extension of like what I meant by being different. You need to be different if you're extraordinary. And then there is some heaviness and some weight that comes with being different, especially in the world that we are in now. It's really hard to be different and to be okay with it, to be at peace with it. And to say like, everyone is going to the left and I'm going to go to the right. Like, and I'm purposefully going to put myself in an uncomfortable position. I'm purposefully going to go against the flow. I'm purposefully going to be not conforming. And like, we have that installed in us, the need to conform, to be like everyone else. Like that's how we are programmed to be like part of a community, to be part of a society. Like, so it's not something that comes naturally to anyone. And if they tell you they are, it's because they've done the work to like reprogram themselves. But as human beings, we tend to, we're programmed to conform and to fit in, to be in a tribe, to be in a group. So then for you to go against the flow of things and say like, I will be different. I will be extraordinary. I'm going to work on my business on weekends when everyone else is going out or I am going to be my most authentic self, even if that means like I'm different and people judge me or like may perceive me differently from how I want to be perceived. But I have been listening to a lot of stuff this weekend around successful people and how all of them like at what point do you become a genius? And at what point are you this crazy person who's like so different, so extraordinary, so weird? Like at what point do you become genius versus at what point are you still weird? Like Elon yeah. Musk? Or- yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, even if you look at Elon Musk, I think sometimes it's not just about the fact of you have to maybe not conform all the time. I think it's having the confidence and the the inability to know from an intuitive point of view whether it's the right thing to conform or not because conforming yeah. isn't isn't necessarily wrong mm. but conforming in full understanding of the reason why i'm doing this even though everybody else is doing this my reasons for doing this are this yeah. it aligns with who i am the way i think my beliefs and i'm happy to go here where or or you could take the opposite way and just be like actually you know what it doesn't sit sit well with me i'm mm-hmm. going this way whereas you're going the complete opposite way and i think when you look at people like elon musk he's he's very much analytical and very thought thorough in his thought 
he's very, very led by facts, science in a lot of his, a lot of his endeavors. Um, you know, you look at, talk about, you know, what he's doing with, uh, what's it called? SpaceX. SpaceX. It's science led. Yeah. It's going against the grain based on science, based on logic, based on his beliefs underpinned by the science and the logic. Mm -hmm. And that in that instance, He's conformed to a certain extent, but he's also had a big departure in his conformity because yeah. you cannot get past the fact of, well, you do need rockets to be able to get the lift to escape the gra uh, uh, gravity, right? But where he's moved away from being conformative is the fact that actually, you know what, that rocket that you just sent up, I'm going to make sure it's landed and you can reuse it again the second time around. Yeah. It's that that's where I think genius really, really lies mm -hmm. is knowing when to conform and at what point to diverge from conformity and be yeah. like, actually, everything makes sense up until now. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to swing a right or a left and I'm just yeah. going to go with it because I know that this is the right thing to do and the right way to go about things. Yeah. People like Elon are one one in a trillion. I mean, he's mm -hmm. he's a freaking genius, but. I would love yeah. to have a conversation with that guy. Maybe one day we'll be able to get him on the okay. podcast, but yeah. I would love to pick his brain and just see how he actually operates and the way he thinks about things. So he's just incredible. But there's an element of like, in in what you just described there about SpaceX, it's like, you don't always have to reinvent the wheel. I think this is where we all go wrong. We don't have to like create something completely from scratch. You could just find something that's not currently working or not the best and just optimize it and mm -hmm. make it bigger and better. And that could still be the next revolutionary thing. It doesn't mm -hmm. be like a first in world first to be the next best thing. Um, and he's done that really well, obviously like electric cars, like SpaceX, like, um, he's doing that with Starlink right now. It's just, it's yeah. just incredible what he's doing. Like, he's just he's amazing. He's a genius, but I think we undervalue uh how important sometimes it is to just like optimize existing things like we live in a world where we're densely populated uh and there's so much innovation someone in the world has come up with something you're already thinking i guarantee you your idea is not as creative as you think it is someone in the world has already come up with it so it's like you don't always have to reinvent the wheel and like i try to remember that in business like our ceo is really big on that he's like yeah, new products are great, but like, how can we do what we already do better? Like, mm -hmm. how can we do it better and shinier and like more optimized and more time efficient? Like, there is a point in there. Like, we all know how long uh, research takes when you put yeah. But anyway, I'm like really off topic at this point. Yeah. <laughs> But guys, look, this has been a pleasure bringing you season two. We would love to hear from you what your what your takeaways, what your favorite episodes have been. Um, to help us out, it would be really, really helpful if you could give us a review um, on Apple or whatever podcasting, streaming kind of platform you're listening to this on. Uh, that would help us out massively. But it has been a real pleasure being a new season two season three will be around the corner very shortly if you want to reach out to us we're going to be on instagram tap into extraordinary so make sure you link up with us there and yes it's been a pleasure and just as always remember do not be afraid to tap into your version of extraordinary this is what it's all about at the end of the day it's about life fulfillment and everything in between catch you on season three